All right, welcome back to another episode of Title Talk. It is Bryson here, of course, with my main man, Alonzo. How is your week going, Alonzo? Better than mine, I hope? Um, I don't know if last Saturday counts as my week, but if it does, yours is definitely going better than mine. If it doesn't, um, yeah, I would, I would assume I'm doing, about, like, I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. I'm not hanging in there. I'm actually not. I'm really not. I'm I'm surprised I'm here to talk to you right now, to be, to be completely honest. It's just, it's for the title talk listeners, okay? It's for all of the tens of you out there listening to this podcast. Bryson loves you. Per. <laughs> all right. I want everyone to laugh, so we're just going to start off with some Christian Black tweets because we love it. <laughs> all right, number one, in all caps, you got to remember his name is... Pat's Confuse Me season. <laughs> That's his actual name. On my life, I want this defense dead. <laughs> this defense will break eventually. They will. All right. L- let me find another one. You know what? There's so many tweets. It's like defense is <laughs> too like defense, to keep defense, this up. Defense. I promise they are. <laughs> when is the last time we scored on defense? When? <laughs> Just <laughs> God, I hate this goddamn defense with every fucking fiber of my being. <laughs> That's more like. <laughs> wait, wait here. Green Bay comes to town next week. Let me say this: the defense at minimum 40. gives up thirty-five. <laughs> at minimum, fuck Matt Patricia's bum ass. <laughs> all caps all right he tw- he tweeted the patriots hi our offense is fine our defense fucking stinks linebackers period defensive <laughs> players please <laughs> at patriots oh what a way to start this podcast and you know what the defense didn't make Derek Anderson look like Jay Montana, so I'm sure he was extremely happy, except for probably the first two minutes, which we talked about, <laughs> where they just ran the high school off. I'm sure he, I'm sure the tweets were glorious. The tweets, they were outstanding, really the whole game. Just, just You guys need a tweet search, at Blackton it up, defense. Defense doing what the defense does, <laughs> being a goddamn disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> wow he just he's just saying what we're thinking alonzo he's just saying what yeah, we're thinking he has one tweet about tom carrying bill in there which i don't disagree with but we're not going to talk about that <laughs> all right alonzo patriots packers top one quarterback versus top 15 quarterback maybe collision course are you ready what you just said is disgusting but yeah i'm ready it's true Alonzo Tom Brady is the absolute and Aaron Rodgers Rodgers is one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the yeah no you're right he is he's absolutely one of the 32 best are you kidding me you're right you're right you know what I've actually spent I haven't really spent my time on the Aaron Rodgers Tom Brady debate on Twitter because it's just disgusting they should never be compared Colin Coward actually had a good Good video about this this week for once. Compare Aaron Rodgers to Ben Roethlisberger. Good call, Colin Coward. We love it. Aaron Rodgers is actually a glorified Ben Roethlisberger. You're, I mean, that's true. 
but I mean, he's yeah, yeah. I thought Tom Curran had the best take on it. Did he now? Let's hear it. I don't. It's an article. Like I don't know. He ends with this. He ends with the best quarterback there's ever been will be on the field Sunday night for one team. The most talented quarterback will be on the field for the other team. And pretty much everyone will know which one is which. In my opinion, like that's correct. He makes all the throws. God, if I have to hear, take a shot every time someone, someone fucking says that on the broadcast this week. He three yard out to a flat off one foot. He makes all the throws. Rinse, repeat. Okay. I'm going to, I want to commit thinking about it, honestly. <laughs> uh, it's been a rough week for you, buddy. It's been a rough week. I'm not, you know, I said that I, I never listened to the game on mute. This might, this might just be one of those games because I swear to God, if I, if I see Aaron Rodgers complete a five yard pass. Oh, come on. Come on, Aaron no. Rodgers does incredible shit, okay? He does incredible, incredible shit that Tom Brady can't do. But Tom Brady does one thing better than Aaron Rodgers, and that's play quarterback. The, like, the ceiling with Rodgers play-to-play is maybe higher than the ceiling with Brady, especially with highlight stuff. But Brady, over the course of a game, over the course of a season, over the course of a career, is going to be more consistent, and he's going to be just overall better. Greater. Okay, that's it. I'm I'm making a Sports Talk Joe video on Aaron Rodgers starting Sunday. Here it goes. Okay. I I haven't figured it out on Dwayne Allen. I haven't figured out how to do it, but I really am going to commit to this one. But it's. I don't think it's that hard to do it. I don't think it's that hard to do it, man. You just go to Game Pass. You search up his throws, and that's that's it. You just make a thread of videos. (laughs) Exactly. But you have to also come like compile them all together and find the highlights and blah blah blah. It's just a lot of tech for me. I'm pretty old. You are pretty old. That's sad. That's sad to think about. <laughs> okay, <laughs> screw you. You and Aaron Rodgers are both. All right, Alonzo. Let's let's just pick. We're gonna get four matchups and players from each team. I'm gonna start off here. So I'm gonna pick Trey Flowers who is the number one run, de- run defender on the edge per PFF. We love to see it. And the and number actually, one edge defender. Yes. Love to see it. And per at Pat's fan, Matt, love Matt, Aaron Rodgers' completion percentage went under pressure this year. 30.7%. That is 34th in the NFL. He leads the league Wasn't in 20s? throwaways. Yeah, he leads he, the league that. in throwaways. He's he on doubles. Pace. He's on pace he, to like demolish the record for throwaways in a season. No one else can make this throwaway, folks. He makes them at an oh alarming rate. Oh my god! Oh my god! So you're just sports talk, Bryson. All right, you're just <laughs> sports talk, Bryson. That's cool. But Aaron Rodgers, like Tom Brady, really, really good against the blitz. So, I don't think the Patriots are going to blitz Aaron Rodgers a whole lot. However, the key to this game, the biggest key is probably going to be Trey Flowers and the rest of the defense being able to pressure Aaron Rodgers, contain him in the pocket, 
and force force him to just throw those absolutely elite throwaways, which he leads the NFL in almost Good by grief. Good grief. Yeah, no, nah, I don't I actually don't disagree with you. Um I think the knee with Rodgers has been a major issue and maybe ultimately what has been the cause, the root cause of those throwaways. Um he relies so much on just improvisation and um being able to play outside of structure and now when the play's breaking down with because of the knee, I don't think he has the ability to extend plays like he always has. And that's led to a lot of throwaways. Um, let's be fair here. His receivers aren't exactly helping him. He's thrown to some human being named Marquez Valdez Scanling or something like How that. How dare you? How dare you? Look, man, we were complaining about Phil Dorsett and Chris Hogan. Like, this guy's throwing a Marquez Valdez. I don't even know the guy's name, okay? It's MVS. We might know it's his MVS. name. MVS, that guy, yeah. He's thrown to some MVS and... Geronimo Allison and the Geronimo. EQ, EQSB, <laughs> Equanimius St. Brown. Like, come on. He's Who throwing, the fuck has drafted these players? He, How do you put in the throwing, draft card for these players? It's, it's crazy, really. He, he's thrown to Devontae Adams, semi-wash Jimmy Graham, semi-wash Randall Cobb, and then just scrubs. Okay, so I'll give Rodgers a little bit of slack. and, um, But, yeah, no, you're right, I think. Uh, in 2014, they really emphasized keeping him in the pocket, keeping him contained, um, and they did a great job of it. Um, I rewatched the game. Akeem Ayers was huge. He was great in that game. Ninkovic just setting the edge, mush rushing. Um, Hightower looked like a different player. And the defense, for most of the game, like they did a great job, and this year, I think it'll just be a different plan of attack. Try to get a lot of pressure on him. Uh, try to get him to throw it away. Um, yeah. Do you think that then in this game, the Patriots, they're a very, they're a very, very heavy man team this year. Do you think they'll go heavy, heavy man in this game? Heavy man, absolutely. I think they will too. I, yep. I think they will too, especially with Rodgers' knee issue, like you just said. It's it's I the would... Rodgers knee issue, and it's those receivers, man. Those receivers are not good. Uh, I don't know about that one. I don't, dude. Like they have Devontae Adams is great, okay. And we're gonna talk about Devontae Adams a little later on. He's fantastic. I'm not taking that away from him, but ugh. who else has he got? Jimmy Graham, Randall Cobb, MVS, Geronimo. Like really. He has the MVPs of names in the wide receivers. Names. Yeah. He has them. He has them. He just – he has one guy that's – how many of those guys would play in 11 personnel for the Pats? One. Well, to be fair, how many quarterbacks in the Packers would play for the Pats? Zero. Zero. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. I don't know. So I just – this Packers are huge underdogs, Alonzo. They're huge. It's huge. Uh, okay. That's sure. what I mean. Sure. Okay. Fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe. It'll be, yeah, I agree with you. It'll be a heavy man game. Yeah, I definitely agree. I'd like to see a heavy man game. And because the quarterback like Rodgers, Brady, you give him some zone. Like I said, I'm eat it up. Can't re- you can't really blitz him. It'd be a pretty rough day, pretty long day. Do you want to go next or do you want me to go again, Alonzo? I want to go next, and I want to talk about a guy we've talked about 
ad nauseum on this podcast, the Gronk. And who? Oh, really? Really? <laughs> That's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Gronk, and I'm just going to say he he's huge. He's Look, this the Packers just lost maybe their best defender in the middle of the field. They just traded him. Uh, ha ha Clinton Dix. And this, if there were a get right game for Gronk, if that's possible, if that's physically possible for him at this point with his health, I think it might be this game. I think um, Lombardi talked about this on GM Street. Um, the Packers are probably going to just try to clog the middle of the field for Brady. That might mean um, a, little, like, a little bit like Super Bowl uh, 51 with the Falcons. Of, little less effective um, Edelman and it just brings into focus guys who can win their one-on-ones and in theory that's Gronk it really hasn't been Gronk since um, about week one so if there were ever a game for him to step up primetime Sunday night um, I would hope this is it and look that for he might not even play but for these games Gronk is a big game player, and it, a get-right game from Gronk would just be huge for this offense because their typical sort of death by a thousand cuts, Edelman, White, um, with as many DBs as Green Bay likes to play, I think White might be uh, kind of limited in his role in this game. And Edelman, as I just said, um, he'll be limited just by the sheer amount of players and where he works in the field. I think Gronk and Gordon, as you'll talk about, are going to be um, are going to be huge. Yeah, for sure. And if this is really a sticky situation that we've talked about, Gronk with his incentives, he yeah. doesn't look right. He wasn't separating he should, look, at all. From he should not be playing. Not he hurt. should not he be playing. No, that's that's no. my thing. He shouldn't be playing. But if he's playing, like he's still. Gronk on a on probably what's a high ankle sprain at this point um, is better than Dwayne Allen. Okay, so maybe he could beat man and he could help in that area. That's that's kind of the crux of my my point with him. Yeah, I I I have pro- my Gronk confidence meter right now is like at a three and a half. Like his his ankle is just bad. Watching him last week just wasn't separating from linebackers. I don't know, man. This is tough. Like, what if Gronk goes out there and just just rolls his ankle again, just snaps his ankle? I don't want to see Gronk playing at all. This really sucks. Gronk, Gronk shouldn't be playing. Please don't talk about Gronk snapping his ankle. Um, Gronk, yeah. Look, if I were them, I'd rest him. But now he'll probably play. And since he's playing, like, he's just a guy you have to look out for. Um, even – He wasn't really getting open, but Brady was still targeting him. And um, just the way I think that Green Bay is going to defend Edelman and White, I think Gronk is going to be um, a little more important than he has been. Yeah, Gronk's uh, in like a that while. old man at the in the pickup games at the wreck that just smells like Ben Gay and only has three games in him. That's Gronk right now. Well, I mean, as long as those three games come in January and February, like, I'm fine. Sad times, Alonzo. Sad times. I hope the boy gets healthy. I really hope he doesn't get hurt. 
And I really, I don't, I don't don't expect much from Gronk. I really don't. All right. I'm not saying I do, but I'm just saying he's. he's and you know who else is an X factor, Alonzo? The biggest X factor, Josh, of Gordon? this podcast, of all time. Yes. Josh. Yes. Fucking Gordon, the Flash. Yes. Alonzo doesn't care about these stats. Just for everyone to know, he doesn't care. Well, those stats are ass, but what, like, Green Bay, go for it. 23rd against the deep ball. 23rd. Alonzo just made the case for the middle of the field being clogged. Opens a field for my man, Josh Gordon. Jair Alexander might shade Edelman. He might take Gordon from some snaps. I really don't know, honestly. Gordon going to win his matchup no matter what. I think this is a big Gordon game. I'm going to say this every week. Big Gordon game. He could ha- Josh Gordon could honestly have two like two hundred yards a week, and I it, I just shrugged my shoulders at it because it, it looks that easy. He's just always he's always because he's Josh Gordon. Yeah, I expect a big Josh Gordon game. I expect the Patriots offense to have zero resistance in the secondary. Jewett Edelman is absolutely going to abuse Jack Alexander, and so will Josh Gordon. Whoa. Okay. I don't know about abusing Jair Alexander for for either of those guys because Jair Alexander has been the dynamite this season and he just fathered Brandon Cooks like he was Xavier Howard last week. But, yeah, I'm with you. Um, it's the same case for Gronk, really, with Gordon. Just a guy who can win his matchup, win on the outside. And in that Atlanta Super Bowl, when they started having success, when they started to throw outside – because that middle of the field was so clogged up. And if they're going to do it this week, it's going to have to be Gordon. Um, especially if Gronk, as we kind of expect, isn't quite right yet. Um, it's a big, big, big Gordon I game. sure hope so, Alonzo. Sunday night football, Josh Gordon catching TDs. Woo. Gets a blood phone, man. Gets a blood phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the blood flowing to the... <laughs> Region, it really does. It really does. It's going to be child abuse. I warned you, child abuse. If if you're yeah. watching, you have children. You, you might want to turn this one off when Jair Alexander is lined up against Josh Gordon. You might want to turn it off. At least warn him. <laughs> like, kids, cover your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you're about to watch a very <laughs> handsome man destroy that other puny cornerback on the other side of the field. Yeah. Really, if they play Jair on Gordon for, like, a, a red zone situation, please, Brady, just throw that shit up there. Gordon will catch it. Just throw it up. Please. Please. I want to see that. More, more I did, too. I, I've, I've been life. really astonished. I think they're saving the Gordon, Josh Gordon fade plays. They're absolutely saving this. Well, they used it against Chicago for the first I time. I want to see more of it. On the fourth down. Need more. Need more. It'll be there. It'll be there. It's like it's like we've talked about, man. Like they they don't want to go to that as much right now because they know they'll need it. <laughs> and if they start abusing that now, defenses are gonna adjust. Yeah, it is. You, it's, it's, it's just funny because <laughs> it's, it's Tom's like, nah, not no no Josh Gordon three touchdowns this week. No thank you. Well, yeah, I mean they're when they throw Gordon a fade for a touchdown and one-on-one coverage in the Super Bowl, 
and Marcus Peters is looking back like, what the I, fuck I just agree happened? with you. It's just funny. You're gonna it's, just fun. okay? it's just funny that they're that good that they can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. They kind of play left-handed all regular season, then the playoffs, they're just like, oh, yeah, this, by the way, is our best. Hard lines up. I love, love being a Pats you love fan. It more, oh more or less, you love it more or less than zero loss. <laughs> it's amazing. I would say I would say a little more. I'd say a little more. I love it. I love it as much as Christian hates the past. That's definitely a lot. <laughs> yeah. By, by, by the way, quick aside, <laughs> what do you think about PFF ranking the Patriots defense number two? Um, I don't. I don't know what to say to that. To be totally honest, I mean. The, is this for the whole season? Like, Blake Bortles cut them up. Matt Stafford cut them up. I mean, the Dolphins couldn't move the ball against them, so that helps. Andrew Luck cut them up in the second half. Um, played. Oh, the Chiefs scored 40 fucking points. Uh, the Bears scored, what was it, 31 points. I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of that has been turnovers, and they've been good situationally, and the Pats defense has been forcing turnovers. Uh, when I said turnovers earlier, it's just the offense putting them in a bad spot. That's what I meant. But I don't know, man. My eye test wasn't exactly telling me second best defense in the NFL. Not I, just, I just love it. <laughs> what, what was Christian Black's reaction again? To like, that? <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. What, what the fuck are you people oh watching? Oh, my God. Fuck. Put me on the spot. <laughs> Let's see, Blackton up defense. Blackton up defense. Blackton up defense. Blackton up defense. Uh, it's not loading. He, it's not loading. Just know that there, just know that F bombs were dropped Fuck. in PFS reference for the Patriots defense. <laughs> All right, Alonzo, your yep. number two things to watch. My number two player to watch for the Patriots is, okay, I found Christian Black's tweet, and it is amazing. What the fuck is this somebody lying? What the fuck is this somebody is lying? We are barbecued ass. <laughs> barbecued <FBI>. ass. It's <laughs> a great saying. <laughs> barbecued ass. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know what I really hated? Everyone is so, was so infatuated with uh, Booger's line about he's a biscuit away from playing tight end. You know what? I hated this. This is such a, this is like a, like a Southern statement. This is a staple in like Southern statements. I remember our, our, our uh, defensive tackle coach, our defensive line. I, I know, but he would always the tell the linebackers that were getting chubby. He would always <laughs> say, you know what? You're a biscuit away from playing defensive tackle for me. So Booger, not that smart. Okay. <laughs> I've heard this before and I say it all the time. So fuck you, Booger. And your fucking okay. Booger machine piece of shit. Okay, and by the way, Calvin Benjamin because he is a tight end. <laughs> he's a tight end. He's a tight end. They just play him with UX because they have no one else. Um, my number two player to watch for the Pats is um, Sony Michelle. As Bryson pours himself a nice wait, did you hear that? Drink. Yeah, I'm making a vodka drink actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I assumed, rough week. Um, 
Uh, my number two is Sony Michelle. I think, first of all, I do think he's going to play. Like, uh, he returned to practice last Saturday. And usually when the Pats bring someone back to practice at the end of one week when they're not going to play, it's with the intention of activating them for the next game. I think uh, he was allowed to speak to the media today, which is always a good sign for guys um, that are like assumed to be game time decisions. So that addresses that. If Sony doesn't play, obviously none of this matters. But I think um, one thing to watch out for in this game and just in every game and like how people watch football is the time of possession. So against Green Bay in 2014, the Packers at one point had had the ball for 33 minutes and the Patriots for 17. And that's how they won the game. They just controlled the game. They controlled the ball. They kept the Pats defense on the field. Brady didn't really have many opportunities at all to, um, to drive. Uh, their early drive stalled, and the Packers did a great job just holding, holding the ball, sustaining drives. And that's how they won the game. And I think whenever you're playing a quarterback like Rodgers or like Brady, um, keeping the ball away from them is just crucial. And with um, with the expectation that Green Bay is going to probably put a lot of defensive backs on the field, which they love to do, and that they're going to clog the middle of the field um, with Edelman, I think the Patriots' best hope at controlling the ball and controlling the game is going to be through Michelle. They really missed him last week. They missed him in the red zone. Um, they missed just the presence of a sort of tra- more traditional running game. And this week, I think uh, he's a major, major X factor for the offense to perform um, up to standard and just game flow wise, uh, be able to control the game, keep Rodgers off the field uh, and keep some balance because this this won't be a game where you want to drop Brady back 50 times and go just death by a thousand cuts because Green Bay's defense won't allow him to do that. I'm going to give you the opposite of this. And that's, I want to see the Patriots give Rodgers the ball as much as possible. Because he's a bum. Okay. Why? Are you insane? He's a bum. Are you insane? Patriots equals not cowards. Aaron Rodgers equals coward. Give give Aaron Rodgers the ball. He's a total coward. He'll give it right back. He will I really I really I really hope I don't have to throw this shit in your face. Coward. I really Give hope. him the Tom, just just give him the ball. Just give him the ball. Punt on, just punt on fucking second. Oh I don't care. Cross-eyed fumble it up. Let's go. <laughs> wow. All right. Does everyone? Sure. Yeah. Let Aaron Rodgers have the ball for 15 minutes. I'm joking, minutes everyone. Alonzo's sure. totally That's right. It's a great plan. Control the ball. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is kind of a bum, but we still want to control the ball because he can be He can be good sometimes, I guess. <laughs> good at, good at, times. at times. He's decent. All right, Alonzo. My third. We've already yeah. talked about him a little bit. And the man. My man. My man, Devontae Adams, who actually won me a large amount of money earlier this season because I bet, I think it was like the over on Devontae Adams catches, and it was the end of the, the end of the 49ers and the game. Sam oh, Fran actually, game. I love Aaron Rodgers because he threw it to Devontae Adams in field goal range for no fucking reason, and then he hit the over for me. Love to see it. Devontae Adams, really good. Like, 
where the where does Devontae Adams rank? Because he's he's absolutely just, he's just so good. He's just he's so good. He doesn't really he's get the so, no, he doesn't get so the no ride as the other he's players. So he's good. so fast off the line. He's so he's so hard to jam. So hard yeah. to jam. He can run deep. He can run pretty much all the routes. Unfortunately for him, Alonzo, he's going up against a corner who is better than 2014 Revis, and that is Stephon Gilmore. The yes. better than 2014 better than 2014 Revis. What? You love it. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm just opening my NFL app, and um, Bucky Brooks wrote an article about why teams should hey, value running backs over wide receivers. Joe Walsh. And I want to kill myself right, the now. Grave right now. And by Joe Walsh, I'm sure his name is Bill Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere Joe Walsh is like, eh. Joe <laughs> like, Walsh, fuck, you moron. <laughs> that was one time. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Bucky Brooks. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, I, I actually Adams remember a specific Bucky Brooks. Wait, wait, Bucky Brooks. Yeah, Bucky Brooks was talking about uh, his tra- whole tractors and trailers, quarterbacks, things. I'm pretty sure he mentioned like their car is like like a tractor, if I can remember right. Yeah, yeah, Bucky Brooks also said something about like the Steelers should pay, should pay Le'Veon Oof. Bell because Oof. because <laughs> <laughs> why are the Steelers paying Oof. Ben Roethlisberger more than Le'Veon Bell? This is stupid. Why are the, why Oof. is Matt Ryan making more than Le'Veon Matt Ryan, Bell? Oh Bucky Brooks, God. you bum! Imagine, imagine you bum. Matt Ryan is better than Ben Roethlisberger. You bum. It, it, okay, imagine imagine this. The Packers trade Aaron Jones for Le'Veon Bell, and they trade Devontae Adams for the with a wide receiver equivalent of Aaron Jones. How much worse is their offense? Not only they stink. Yeah, now, yeah. They stink. They're, they're essentially the Cowboys, is what they are. Exactly, <laughs> Bucky Brooks, you moron, you bum. What a fucking stupid statement. This gets just it just gets me mad. Okay, uh, where does Devontae Adams rank? I'm sorry, I had to go on that tangent. He's probably a top seven There's a lot of good in the NFL. Maybe. He's so good, though. He's, I mean, what, what is it? Brown, Hopkins, Julio, Beckham, Phelan. Yeah, uh, it's rough. There's a lot of good wide receivers. Oof. A lot of good wide receivers. He's just yeah, he, yeah. He's got the size. He's got the speed. He's hard to. He's fucking hard to jam. Like I, I hope that the Patriots put Gilmore on him just to start the game. Do you think there's like any shot that they just like throw Jay Mac yeah. on him and just shade him? I hope. I think that's that. I like that not. could be an option, but I don't like the Packers' second outside receiver is not. But he. But he's he, we talked he's about also him, really fast. He's not very good. MVS, MVS, Who? yeah. Adams, MVS. Um, I just I take yeah, my chances you're... with MVS, and on uh, J Mac, like J Mac. Yeah, you're right. You're right. J Mac's good. Yeah, I want to see Gilmore and Adams. Um, uh, Gilmore being better than fourteen. 15 Revis. I said it last year. It was a hot take then. It's not even now. Gilmore is so fucking good. So fucking good. He's, he, I'm pretty sure he's allowing yeah. the league low in completion percentage. Gilmore is. 
Love to see it. Absolutely love to yep. see it. Malcolm Butler yep. could just he could just never. He could just never. Maybe the league highest completion percentage, but never the league lowest. <laughs> he probably I, I think Butler is probably up there, to be honest, in terms of per target. Because oh, Butler has it. been a trophy this year. Love I don't know. There's there's gonna be someone that gets cut um by their team over the next few weeks that's gonna end up as a Patriot. Just like Kenny Britt did, just like Martellus Bennett did, just like Michael Floyd did, just like Legarrette Blunt did. It happens every year. Uh, Leonard fucking Hankerson, Adrian Waddle, go on and on. And that guy, I don't know who that'll be, but the way Malcolm Butler is playing, the, there's not going to be a re- there's know. not going to be a marriage there. Like I think there's, I think yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, that's fair. I, think yeah, Malcolm... I don't know why I said that, but th- look. <laughs> Bottom line, keep that in mind. Malcolm Butler's Malcolm, not coming back, but keep that in Malcolm mind. If Malcolum Butler came back, Someone's it would be to cut. punch Bill Belichick in the face. He would put on his jersey and pads on Sunday and just fucking wail on him in the middle of the locker room right before a game. And then he'd leave. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> Gil- Gilmore on Adams makes the most yes. sense. Um, why, like... Why even take – like, just – I might even say this. Gilmore on Adams with help over the top. Nope. I don't care. Like, MVS is not scaring me. I don't – I do not care. <laughs> just completely eliminate Adams. You take away Adams, you take away the passing game. Now, the other option would be – the other option would be Gilmore no. on Graham. And the double with, with J-Mac on – on this on Adams. Yeah, I, I don't really I'm not that afraid of Jimmy Graham, so I would I mean put I, Yeah, Chunk can take and him. And Chunk can we, take the him. The Hightower's going to be back, so I I'm assuming the over under for Hightower putting Jimmy Graham on his ass is like 1.5. I'm going to take the over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um now you're right. I was just throwing the idea out there with with yeah, Gilmore sure. Graham since we saw it with Talib, but the the ultimate option or outcome, I think we're going to assume it's Gilmore on Adams. And that's going to be, if you're watching one one-on-one matchup um, on Sunday night, it should be that one. Because those guys are both playing like elite top 10, 5, whatever you want to call it at their positions right now. Absolutely, Alonzo. Absolutely. Especially Stephon Gilmore. What is Adams making? $17 million per year? $16 million per year? Oh. I think he's making less than Cooks. Yeah, that is. Which is absurd. Because Absolutely. Adams is... Alonzo, superior. what's your next pick here, buddy? As I finish my second vodka drink, by the way. It's been five <laughs> minutes. I respect it. Um, yeah, I respect it. I'll go um, Jair Alexander. We touched on it earlier. Uh, Jair is like... <laughs> has been great. He's been great all year. Belichick basically came out and said that he wanted to take him at 23, and that had already been reported. And if you can imagine Gilmore and Jair, who are basically perfect complements of each other um, on the outside for the next five years, and now instead we have Duke Dawson, who's probably not going to have a role on this defense for the rest of the season, and Isaiah Wynn, who who knows? 
Uh, why did you have to? Why did you uh, yeah, have to say that? Sad. Like, why did? But, why did you have to? Why did you have to bring that up, Jair? <laughs> why did you have to bring that up? It, it could have been. Look, it could have been fucking Jair Alexander and Will Hernandez and Carry On Johnson instead. Okay, but it wasn't. Uh, I'm upset. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Um, now, Jair, in my opinion, he is a stud. He's a pit bull. Shout out, Cooks. Um, I think he should be taking Edelman. I think if Mike Pettin is smart, he'll have Jair on Edelman. Jair is kind of a perfect. If, there's no perfect guy to match up with Edelman, but if there were one, it would be Jair. He's not a long guy. He's very quick, um, very twitchy, short area, and he's fast. Uh, he's a guy who could, in my opinion, give Edelman some problems. And uh, as Bryson pours himself his third drink. This is absurd. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. As Bryson pours himself his third drink, I would say that um, if Jair takes Edelman, that means Gordon's taking their number. Um, he's on their number two corner, and uh, Gronk's gonna have to win his matchup because Jair is tough, tough to throw at. And as great as Edelman is, um, it could be tough for him against Jair and against um, what'll probably be. Um, one of those lurkers in the middle of the field. So Jair, that's my guy to watch on Green Bay's defense. But you probably have the more important one here coming up. The moment I respected Jair Alexander was, I think there was a moment. It might have been the preseason. I think it was. What, who was the quarterback? Was it was it Josh Allen? There, there was a scrum. I have no idea. And all the, right now. the players from both teams were together. And the quarterback, I'm pretty sure it was Josh Allen or some bum like Josh Allen, was in was in Jair Alexander's face, and and he kind of pushed him, and Jair, Jair Alexander turned around and shoved him, absolutely just shoved him to the ground. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. I love Jair Alexander. Yeah, who was it? Josh yeah. Allen. I'm look, I'm watching it right now. <laughs> it was absolutely yep. amazing. <laughs> you just, I knew he was going to be good from there. Yep. Absolutely. He's great. Absolutely. So good. So He's good. great. He's great. <laughs> All right. The next thing, my next player, um, makes me really sad to see Shaq Mason not play. Makes me really sad. He's got a calf injury, I'm pretty sure. Are you, you serious? Used to it. He's going to be out for a month. I have not seen it reported anywhere, but calf injuries for offensive linemen are like hamstrings for skill players. They just linger. They're always there. Marcus Cannon dealt with his calf injury for the entire preseason, and it lingered into like the into September, and who knows about now. I, I think Mason, we might not see him until maybe the Minnesota uh, so is, game. Is Marcus Cannon playing? It, I think Cannon will be playing. Yeah, he he came back to practice last week. He's been limited. He'll probably pass concussion protocol. That's at least good because I would be I would be fairly worried about the Adrian Waddle Ted Cross combo. I'm less worried. Yeah, I'm less worried about on the right side. Marcus Cannon yeah. and Ted Cross. However, I'm still worried because the the players on Green Bay Green Bay's defense that can really wreck the game. Like 
we talked about Devontae Adams on the other side of the ball is Mike Daniels and Kenny Clark, who are absolute studs on the inside. Yeah. Thread to red. Jesus Christ. Ted Karras is going to absolutely have his hands full. And so will Joe Tooney and David Andrews for that matter. These are good players on the inside. It's, it's yeah. really, it's really tough to give those inside players help. I don't know, man. If, if, if you're gonna if you're picking the Green Bay Packers in this game, you're assuming that these players are gonna wreck the game. These two players are gonna wreck the game. And I could I could see and they could. They absolutely could. And they if can Ted, they if can. Ted Cross doesn't play well and Joe Tooney and Andrews have a mad game, I could definitely see the Patriots stalling on offense, especially if Marcus Cannon gets hurt in the third drive of the game, which I'm just predicting right now. The third drive of the game, Marcus Cannon is abs- is absolutely going out with an ankle injury. Absolutely. Oh, come on. Okay. Well, besides you being an asshole, I agree with everything you just said. Um, luckily, we've talked about previously on this podcast like how these guys on the inside, you, you know, they always seems like when they play an elite pass rush, we're always just worried for them. And that may mean they're not really as high-level players as we think they are. I think David Andrews yeah, has evolved is. into one of the best centers in the NFL, without a doubt. David Andrews is a stud. He's gotten so much better from that 2016 nightmare, um, Whitney Merciless in the playoffs. Uh, he's he's not that player anymore. He's really, really good. Um, and Joe Tooney, even this year, I've noticed he's gotten a lot better. Veteran scout has said it. He's one of the better pulling guards in the NFL. Um, I just – I think – They'll be able to hold up. I believe in Dante Scarnecchia. I would too. I would trust Dante Scarnecchia with my life. Best coach on the Patriots roster. And uh, that's not even a hot take, though. He might be the best offensive line coach of all time. He absolutely is. He's amazing. And, and I mean, just look at the the difference from the Googe years and the Scar years. It's night and day. And. Scar, I just I believe in I Scar. Too. I even believe in Ted Karras. And Ted Karras was great. Ted Karras was great. So is it Karras or is it Ted Karras? Karras was great. Um, okay. Well, I apologize. It's Ted Karras. Karras. Just, why yeah. did you say it? You I, say I, it. Didn't, I didn't want to say, say it. Say, hey, Bryson, you fucking redneck. <laughs> you're, pronouncing, like <laughs> you're pronouncing his name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> no, but Ted Karras was great in the preseason. He was... By all indications, their best by far backup interior lineman in training camp. Uh, he's been in the system now for three years, same as Tooney. And they've trusted him in these roles um, to fill in for the interior guys ever since he was a rookie as the top backup on like in that spot. So um, I believe in Ted Karras. I think he'll be fine. He's obviously not Shaq Mason, who might be the best guard in the NFL. But he... He'll hold up. Um, I think he'll be all right. And I I don't think Clark and uh, Daniels will wreck the game. Yeah, that's a very good point by you. Also, Ted Karras, just pronounced his name right. He has a, a thing nice. that Colin Coward good does that's absolutely hilarious. Is he will show pictures of offensive linemen that are really good and just show their, show their mug shots. Like, not mug shots, but their NFL, their NFL profile pictures. <laughs> He'll show their NFL profile pictures, <laughs> and all of them that are good, they just look absolutely horrible. Like they're the ugliest, meanest looking guys, and and 
<laughs> and Ted Harris is not attractive, man. He fits a profile. <laughs> yep. I think what, you know, actually, you know, I said I said earlier, I was saying earlier on Twitter, like if I I, I just the Patriots and, and these the pass rushers like you just talked about, they're not going to wreck the game. These are play, these are matchups to watch, but I don't believe that Mike Daniels and Kenny Clark are going to wreck this game. I think the Patriots going to be adequately prepared. Not really worried about their edge defenders. Nah. Clay Matthews is an yeah. absolute bum. Let's watch. Let's watch exactly. The, what's the over under on Clay Matthews' dirty plays? One point five, two point five. Not even not even Clay Matthews' dirty plays, but I'm more curious in seeing the Ted the Clay Matthews ball washing from the NBC guys, a guy that used what to is, be great <laughs> and now just isn't great, and people still treat like he he's a superstar. Like he's not that good. Anymore. Like he just rushes the passer every down and does whatever the fuck he wants. It's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, no. he, he's not very good. He's not very good. Um, the guys to be afraid of on that defense are the interior guys. And just one thing to point out here too: assuming Cannon plays, the Pats are going into the game with seven linemen, and it'll be um, Trent Brown, Joe Tooney, David Andrews, Ted Karras, and Cannon um, as the starters. And then the backups will be like Adrian Waddle as the swing tackle. And Cole Croston, who they've been using as the swing tackle with Cannon out, he's 6'6", and he has guard tackle versatility, but they've played him more at tackle, um, or they've prepared him more at tackle. He's probably their top backup on the interior for this game because Brian Schwenke, like, hurt his foot in practice or something. And uh, unless they say, like, um, they put Schwenke on IR, which I, maybe, I don't know. And they call up an interior um, offensive lineman from their practice squad as a backup. Um, Cole Croston, who has played or practiced more at tackle than guard and played more at tackle than guard in the preseason, is probably going to be your top interior backup. So, uh, Tooney, Andrews, Karras, please, more than ever, please stay healthy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And also, I don't think we, I don't think we've been giving enough love to Trent Brown on this podcast. We just gave we gave him a lot of love in the offseason. We didn't give him a whole lot of love in these in these uh, couple of weeks. I don't think we need to give Trent Brown some love. I love him. I love, I Trent, love Brown. Trent Brown. I still Jesus. love Trent Brown. That's my man. That's my number one. That's my number. That's How can my you man. not love Trent Brown? Josh Gordon's number two. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting drunk. He's drunk. He's drunk. Josh Gordon's Guys, number he's drunk. Oh no. He's my main. Number he's one. He's my main. I love Trent absolute, Brown. Absolute unit. Absolute unit. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite my favorite part about last week's game was we didn't talk about it. There's a little scrum and Trent Brown at the end was absolutely viciously yelling at the Bills. And I loved every second. I was like, that is <laughs> <laughs> Nate Solder Do you remember, would uh, never last year. Nate Solder, someone punched Nate Solder in the face, and he just stood there. Do you remember that? I think it was in the playoffs. Do you remember? Someone punched Nate. I don't Solder remember in the face, and he just stood there and threw his arms up to the ref. A man punched another man. He did not give. Trent Brown would never. He would not take this shit. He knew. He took the Buffalo Bills rival seriously. He absolutely went straight, and it was like him on like five guys, and he probably outweighed them all. There was five of them by at least a hundred pounds. It's a unit. It's an absolute unit. <laughs> Trump Brown is a unit. We love Trump Brown. Absolutely. This is a pro Trump Brown podcast. 
Who's your next? Who's your next matchup, Alonzo? I want to hear this. I got Randall Cobb. We'll probably get a lot of John Jones. Who was elite? Yeah, as as I cry. said on Twitter earlier. <laughs> as Bryson said on Twitter earlier, uh, Jonathan Jones is elite. Jonathan Bones Jones. People are crying. Duke Dawson. Uh, okay, is crying. I have a question. He'll never get on the field. How does? How actually does Duke Dawson get on the field? Yeah. Actually, someone explained this to me, and this just ex- explained Duke Dawson coming activated from. He's in the Jordan Richards role. He's in the Jordan Richards role. They end the Cyrus Jones role. It's the second round DB that cannot get on the field because the Patriots have better like, players than us. Who's he taking snaps from? Like, I just want to know. Exactly. Exactly. No one. No one. No one. Is there is there a is there like a chance he doesn't even pass JC Jackson on the corner depth chart? Yeah, there's Jesus a chance. Christ. Like Yeah, Duke Dawson. <laughs> great pick. Uh great pick. Please tell me more. Um Nah but John Jones, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb killed us the last time we played Green Bay. Adams also killed us. Revis put Jordy in jail except for that one play. Uh Cobb on third downs. He's kind of like Rogers Edelman, except he's not as good as Edelman. Um, and he's just, he's just that you cannot forget about Randall Cobb. And here's me telling you, don't forget about Randall Cobb. Look out for Randall Cobb on third downs. Rogers trusts him. Uh, that's the, with these elite quarterbacks, that's the main thing. Does the quarterback trust him? Rogers trusts Cobb and everything else, like, kind of flows from there, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Uh, actually, the weirdest thing I've ever seen in probably the NFL was the Packers in that 2014 game putting Randall Cobb in the backfield just to avoid the jam. Yes. Mike McCarthy, bad coach. Yep. Mike McCarthy yep. doing he... genius things on offense. <laughs> but the, you know what? Mike McCarthy – okay. <laughs> it was. Yeah, Mike, that, that was smart. Was. That was smart. It won them the game. They got Cobb. Yeah, it won them the game. Cobb a lot Randall Cobb space. absolutely yeah. destroyed us. Yeah, for real. <laughs> absolutely. And I say us. Us yeah. in quotations. James Starks. <laughs> no, he destroyed, yeah, he destroyed us. Randall Cobb. <laughs> he destroyed my life. He destroyed 14-year-old Alonzo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alonzo Ruined it 14. for a solid hour. What the fuck? What is going on? Twenty four. It was twenty fourteen. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was on to the Chargers game. I said, you know what? We still have our. We control our own destiny for the one seed. It's all right. We lost our least important game because it's out of conference, and we we have we control our destiny. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna get the one seed. We're gonna win the Super Bowl, and we did. Okay. <laughs> we. Dang. I'm in the, I now won I'm that one. Things I, I was doing when I was 14. It was not that. It was definitely not things that aren't smart as that. Most definitely. Actually, now that I think about it, I once had a picture of Aaron Rodgers as my Facebook profile picture. That's the, you should be. Uh, can we? Get it was only because they were playing the Steelers, so. and I hate the Steelers. No. <laughs> That's the only reason. Okay. You were 14, fourteen and you had Aaron Rodgers as your profile see, picture. That was my junior year. Twenty ten, I was a sophomore, maybe. Sophomore or junior? What? 
Oh my God. Bryson NFL, virgin <laughs> okay. through high school, breaking news. <laughs> no, but you, that's the funniest part uh, is you experienced things so much differently than I did when I was 14. Like when I was 14, I had MySpace and Facebook and Twitter didn't exist. It's so, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. There are probably some, I'm not even going to say it, but yeah, I was on Twitter when I was 14. I think a lot of Pat's Twitter was on Twitter when they were 14 too. That's the funny part. You see so many, you see so many like guys uh, with like school X class of 21 or class of 22, like me or uh, class of 20. A lot of these guys were on there for. I was originally class of 20, 2016 in, in college. Now I'm like, if Alonzo graduates before me, I would not be shocked. Would not be shocked to start. Um, what are what I are you talking about? It. <laughs> but I'm probably going to graduate in undergrad. Part. It's going to be eight years. Eight years. Love to see it. Love to see it. Eight years? No, this is Red just undergrad. School, man. Eight years of undergrad. Um, because I had Why? five years. I had five years of a double major, and in which I had hundred. I had enough credit. Enough credits to almost graduate a couple classes away from graduating with a double major in national security and intelligence and political science. And I hated it. So I transferred where I had a school where I had a free ride. So I switched my major and now I'm starting all over again. And now I'm a, I'm a super senior. So hate to see that. Hate to see it. I love to see it. You transferred into something you like. It's cool until until I'm in class with people like you, and then I'm the old man yelling at clouds. <laughs> That's old where you man get that yells at clouds. It's just projected. It's just me. <laughs> well, oh, man. Um, I want to know. I want to know what the score for this game is going to be. Uh, hey, have you done your last that? matchup? What did you do? I think you did. Right, I did. It was Mike. You, did you do Daniels your last match? Kenny Clark. It was yes. My, I Mike yes, Daniels I and Kenny Clark. Wait, right. you did yours? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I did mine. It, it was Cobb. It. You know, we're on the Cobb. I have meat on the bone. Fuck that guy. In my brain, which is fried, and that's teams that are favored by three and a half to five point five at home. Are an absurd number of winning, and the Patriots right now. The last time I checked, were favored by five and a half. And if, I'm going to guess five and a half. Be I think. bet down. I would guess the public's going to bet this bet this game down. Yeah, I would bet Green Bay right now. To be honest, like five minus. I mean, sorry, Green Bay plus five and a half. Five a little out. I would not, five and a half. I'd I would not that. do that. I would take the Patriots on this game. Okay. The, the the home teams three and a half to five and a half. They absurdly covered the spread at home. Absurdly, it's an absurd number. I just think I just think the Packers are sneaky, not good. Yeah, and I think the Rams are sneaky, man. They're. I don't think the Rams are as good as the Patriots. Oh, what? I think okay. that, that the um, last game that I don't the last game I don't the Packers played was essentially but... a home game. Against the Rams and really good weather. The 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 thing is, the Rams were were favored by seven and a half 
or yeah, seven and a half, and the Pats are favored by five and a half. So that would tell you Vegas thinks the Rams are better than the Pats, right? Logically, Logically. you would think that. You would think that. Todd, Gur- uh, you would think that, or maybe their perception of Green Bay. Todd Gurley is an absolute week. coward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Prez. I actually, That's I actually fine, came Prez. home uh, on the weekend and showed my dad the video of Prez talking talking about how we how we hope that people <laughs> what is what what is saying Todd people he hopes people in Todd Gurley's family died because of this. What is... No, 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 no. He hopes people. He hopes the families of Rams fans die, so then it would affect people. <laughs> well, See, what a psychopath. I love well, fucking press. See, this, a crazy Like, my person. dad doesn't understand, so I showed him a video, and he was like, what is wrong with that guy? And I was like, he's not being serious. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, I, press. I love it. Go I absolutely press, love it. I feel go the press, same go. way. Like, when the Patriots didn't target Josh Gordon when I had the $10 for a thousand, to win a 1000 game, I was like, Josh McDaniels, you absolute coward. This is your best player on the field. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you do you remember, yards. Do, now that so I'm thinking good. about slander, do you remember when someone on Twitter uh, told Ben Volan, I hope you get shot? <laughs> do, do you remember this? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That was a little, little, little bit overboard. A little bit. No. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I remember my favorite. Ben Volant's address at Brandon Cooks. My favorite. I hope you get shot. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite Ben Volant moment was when Brady threw the ball back shoulder to Gronk uh, that Gronk dropped against Indy. Um, because there were like three people that were about to destroy Gronk if he had thrown it to his front shoulder. And Ben Volan said, I think that interception is equally on Brady as it is on Gronk. <laughs> and he got ratioed. Like 1,500 people replied to it, and the tweet had 40 likes. <laughs> he, came on, he came on Coward's show like right before the season started. And it was. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. yeah, I saw. It was atrocious. I was exactly. I was getting a haircut Awful. that day. Absolutely. Out yeah. of all the Pats reporters to put on your show, he did it on purpose. He absolutely knows. You seriously? No, no. There's no way he knows. Like, what? Did, do you know who? Well, I guess the Browns. It's obvious, but do you know Team X's like? Yeah, but Coward follows shitty the beat reporter. No, really close. Like, he does. No, no, he doesn't. He said the offensive line was a rebuild. He does not follow the Patriots. You think Coward's on Twitter going through, like, um, Twitter dad, Pat's SB 53's any beat um, thing? Like, there's no way. There's no way. That guy is a casual Pat's follower, and it's just, that's what he is. There's no way he knows. He just got – he said, okay, who, who's a newspaper guy in Boston? Oh, okay, we got this guy, Boston Globe. Guy from the Herald left. He's at the Athletic now. All right, fine. Trolling, bowling, trolling, fucking bowling. I hope you get shot. That was a that was the greatest top three moment in Patriots Twitter history. <laughs> top three, top three. <laughs> number uh, number two is probably Aaron wow. Hernandez, June twenty third, when he tweeted, 
happy Father's Day, everyone. <laughs> and everyone retweeted. <laughs> love to see it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Can I read yeah. you to another tweet? Yeah, I love it. You've probably seen it. If you it's don't not hear blacked it? enough, I don't, no? don't want to hear it. I want to hear it. Okay, fine. I want to hear it. All, all we're saying is no okay, one denies accomplishments. It's just that the signature moment Brady lacks. It's it's okay. It, it encapsulates oh my god! Oh my god! That was my favorite tweet. That is my favorite tweet. It is incredible. Tom Brady lacks signature incredible. moment. Incredible. With the Z's incredible. at the end. With the Z at the end. Tom Brady lacks signature moments. Tom Brady lacks signature moments. Oh my god! That is yeah yeah. I read that. I saw that. Um, I thought I had seen everything on Twitter. And then today, Rob Parker comes on Undisputed, and he, he does his Rob He's Parker no thing. good! He's an He's idiot. He's no good, Skip! He's no good! He's an idiot. Skip! You don't see him throwing game-winning touchdown passes. Like, he said that, basically saying he doesn't have a signature moment because it's all Adam Vinatieri, oh, right? Shit. It was Adam Vinatieri driving him down the field in, against the Rams and against the Panthers. Yeah, it was all Vinatieri. Um, it's half, half of the thing is Vinatieri. And it was Mal- Malcolm Butler actually uh, threw the touchdown passes to Amendola and Tattleman in Super Bowl 49. And, and um, Kyle Shanahan drove the Patriots down the field when they scored uh, 31 unanswered points in Super Bowl 51. That was Kyle Shanahan was the quarterback of the Patriots. No, no, no. It was it was all them. Props up to them. Good job by them. And uh, Tom Brady, for that reason, has no signature moments and has never thrown a game-winning touchdown pass in an AFC championship game to Danny Amendola after being down by 10 in the fourth quarter. Oh, wait! That happened in January of this year. Rob... You bum, you coward. Oh my god. Between Shannon Sharp and Rob Parker. Nick and Nick Wright. Nick Wright. Shannon Sharp. You know what? No, 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 no. I have to say this. Shannon Sharp, when the Pats won Super Bowl 51, Shannon Sharp went out undisputed and he no, said Tom no, Brady is the greatest no, player no, in NFL no, history. He said it, no, he's owned it, and no. he's repeated it. Rob Parker insist that Tom Brady is like a mediocre system quarterback. That's the thing, okay? Rob Parker is on such another level of troll and idiot from everyone else in the, um, in the media that gets a voice, okay? Rob Parker should go back to just like getting fired, okay? Just criticize someone else for their wife being white or something. RG3. Rob, I want you ball, brother. I remember that. <laughs> yes. Peak Rob Parker. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, Peak Rob Parker, I think it was an exchange. I don't remember who the Lions coach was or the Lions GM. He was telling Rob Parker, like, you don't know what you're watching. You're an idiot. Like, what are you, what are you even asking me? And it was Rob Parker in a press conference being a moron because that's what Rob Parker is. Yeah, he's absolutely, he's absolutely the worst. Absolutely the worst. Absolutely. Rob Parker. Hate to see it. Yeah. Hate to see him alive and well. Fuck Rob Parker. 
Wait, what? No, I don't I want do. him to die. Just what? Yes. I saw your tweet, Bryson. What did I say? We're tw- this is it's 6.57 Central Time. And Bryson NFL has tweeted, new pod, <laughs> drunk. It's not wrong. It's not. I wrong think we need, to ditch we need to ditch Tito's. Need ditch Tito's. Tito's. Tito's has never sponsored us. We've <laughs> never even emailed. They did. It's they DM'd us, but we didn't. Tito's DM is a joke. Cowards. Yeah, they did. They DM'd us. I told you that. Serious? You never said you. They t- you they... No, you did. No, I did not. You DM them. They DM me. I did not DM them. They DM me, and they said, "Here's the phone number and email to our, um, uh, whatever, social media, some whatever." To sponsor. And I said, yeah. and I said, write us up an email, and he said, "No," and I said, oh, "Well, okay, guess not." But right now, right now, I'm drinking that virus oh, vodka. Fuck! You ever heard of this? Oh no! Never heard of no, this? You're gonna cut this. You're gonna cut this. Virus. No. Virus like... vodka. What the hell? No. Is, does it cost three dollars? It. I'm gonna take that picture and I'm gonna post is it. it. It's like it looks shit. like. What's the in chemistry? It, it, this is pretty bad because I'm an aspiring physician. What is the what is the triangular, oh like God. the triangular thing in chemistry? What is that called? What is the what is the thing that's trying? What is a thing you what put are you stuff talking in? That's about, like, bro. A flask. Yeah, it looks like a flask. A flask? It looks like a flask. A triangular thing. Flask. Okay. 200, 250 mils. Nice. Love to see it. I, okay. Can I can I tell yeah. you something? Love to see you drunk. I want to I want to tell everyone a school story. Please. I want to tell everyone. So oh, in no. lab this week we had to we had to uh we had these, I don't even know what to call them because I don't remember, but we have these little things that we put things in, obviously. They're, it's really small, but you have to, you have to clean them with hydrochloric acid. You have to put hydrochloric acid in them. Then you have to, you put the hydrochloric acid in, you dump it out, then you burn them off and it, then it's sterile. You just clean it with distilled water and it gets sterile. Well, these motherfuckers across from me in class, tell me these motherfuckers did not put hydrochloric acid in this little thing. And it's and doesn't have a top on it, so it's probably you could probably put twenty mils, thirty mils of hydrochloric acid in. And tell me they did not put it on a bunsen burner filled with hydrochloric acid and start boiling hydrochloric acid. Tell me they did not start doing this because they did. <laughs> Old man, I look over and they're fucking boiling hydrochloric acid, Alonzo. <laughs> this is dangerous. I hope you get okay. shot. Whoever the people okay, are across from me in lab. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I think well, it I was Ben Volan. Oh, okay. Okay. I think, are we gonna wrap up? What's What's your score prediction? I will say, Patriots. Thirty-eight. Packers. Twenty-seven. Ooh. I will go Patriots 42 Packers 
thirty. He just pulled that score out of his ass because he he's already said the Packers were going to cover. No shot the Packers score thirty seven. No, Packers thirty seven because they'll kick three field goals. They'll have like an unprecedented number of drives, and they'll kick they'll kick three field goals, right? And Not score four touchdowns. Not doing it. You heard okay. it. You heard it here. You heard okay. it here. What's what's your runner okay. actually? Does anyone know? Probably not that high. It's probably like fifty six. Fifty seven? I don't know. Fifty six. Fifty seven. I have no idea. I'm not either. I'm not a degenerate. I'm looking gambler. it up right now. Three. Okay. Two. <laughs> the over under is fifty four. Under is fifty six and a half. I guess fifty. I'll take the over. I'll take the over. Yeah, I would like if I would take the over. Yeah, (laughs) but I don't. I don't know. Actually, it might be. I don't know. It'll be a good game. Um, It's Brady against the top ten to fifteen quarterback. And okay, sure. Bryson is drunk. That explains his. Weird takes from today, and um, yeah. I yep, we'll, see you we'll be here next week. week. Uh, love to see it, Alonzo. Unless you off yourself. Oh no, Mister! I've had a great week. No, he's not going to off himself. Alonzo's going to have. Mister, I've had a great week. No, had I, a great I, week. Are you serious? <laughs> okay, okay. Everyone, sure. peep Alonzo's sure. tweets from tonight. And then get back to me. Tell me what he says. Get back to me. If, just share his tweets. Share his tweets. Oh my god! Okay. This is this is an outrageous. All right, Alonzo. This is mean. All right. Love Rude. you. See you later, All right, Bryson. <laughs>